Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining us for our first episode of Heal, a podcast by Change by Fire. Healing, empowering, accepting, and living. I'm Julie Picconi, founder of Change by Fire and the Arizona Walk of Courage, and I'm one of your hosts for this podcast. My name is Lori Janik, and I'm a therapist with Cactus Flower Healing, and I've also played an active role in the burn, trauma, and healing community for 15-plus years. So, let's get healing. So why this podcast? And why now? I'm sure many people would ask us that. Well, recognizing the gaps in healing within the system, society, connections, internally, externally, we just really want to support survivors of burn and trauma injuries and beyond as they walk the change process. And right now, the timing is right on our hearts and in our own stories for further change and healing. So conceptualizing this podcast a bit, we plan on focusing on different themes of change and healing, of recovery and wellness. If you took note of our name, HEAL, which stands for healing, empowering, accepting, and living, we want to help you walk through that. Bit by bit, day by day, week by week, month by month. This first series we're going to do will revolve around the idea of change. And it all revolves around our story. Our story is really what carries us through life. It impacts our choices, our connections. It's really impactful in having the power to change, to move us. So we're going to start a little bit by sharing our stories since I'm sure none of you know who either of us is. So let's conceptualize that a little bit. And Julie, why don't you go ahead and share with us first, what's your story of change, your connection to the burn community, changed by fire? Absolutely, Lori. So back in 2018, late in 2018, I had this feeling that 2019 was going to be a year of getting comfortable being uncomfortable. And boy, I had no idea what that was going to look like. December 16th, 2018, my mom unfortunately was in a house fire and suffered 83% of her body burned. During that time, she was at the Arizona Burn Center for 106 days, undergoing 24 surgeries, um, having different procedures done. And, And during that time, I had the opportunity to meet you as one of the social workers. And I got to learn a lot about what burn survivors face. Um, when they're in the hospital, um, learning about all the different uh, procedures that go on, the different surgeries that go on. And I just really delved into learning as much as I could because I was the advocate for my mom and for my family. And for me, just learning about it provided a little bit of comfort because it was all so unknown. And so through my journey of my mom uh, being at the hospital, um, I just got to learn, you know, some of the struggles that they face and some of the long-term struggles that they face, um, whether that was anxiety or depression or suffering with, um, you know, different body image um, images and just really understanding what they go through. And 
at that point in time, I, I had no idea what my future was going to hold, but I went to these burn meetings because I really wanted to learn as much as I could so that I could help my mom. Um, cause I didn't want her to suffer more than she was already going to be suffering. And thankfully during her time there, she was sedated the whole time. And, you know, I got to just really be a part of just learning what everything goes into. And so shortly after my mom passed away in March of 2019, um, I started really kind of seeing, you know, where I could play a role in volunteering in the burn community. And uh, that is why at that point in time, I was inquiring about charity walks. You know, when is the next charity walk for burn survivors? I want to be a part of this. And I learned that there really wasn't one. And I'm not really a runner or a walker or really an event planner, um, but God put it on my heart to start a charity walk for burn survivors. And so that was just the start. But later in that year, a few months later, Change by Fire was birthed, and um, I started the nonprofit to really give back to burn survivors and to help them heal from that. And we'll talk a little bit about the mission of Change by Fire later. But that was really where my start in the burn community started was, you know, seeing my mom go through what she went through and really connecting with a lot of burn survivors' families while we were all kind of in that waiting room together, you know, waiting and, and hoping that our loved ones would continue on and continue to make it. So that's really where my journey started and has evolved over the last four years. And I remember when I met you, I remember when I met your family in the burn center and your mom's injury was so critical, was so severe. Mm -hmm. That was a huge and lasting change and has been in your family's life. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was huge. She wasn't even expected to make it 24 hours. And I really, truly believe as, as painful as it was, if she wouldn't have made it the 106 days that she made it, I wouldn't have gained the insight and the knowledge and really the passion for the burn community that I've gained. And so through, obviously, those struggles, um, I've been able to learn this. And that's really what Change by Fire was birthed from. Change brought you, I mean, heartache and pain and so many emotions, you and your family. But it also brought you a big sense of connection and community that you found. And those groups you mentioned, I remember those as well, too. We ran some peer support groups for burn survivors and family members, and that was you know, a wonderful blessing of the job that I had at the time. And that's how we actually really first met and connected. And you started learning more about the burn community and just the different measures, ways individuals heal, the supports, the things they're in. And what I remember about you always was you always had questions. You always had questions and you wanted to know more. And I think that's a big, a big um, affect in change and just wanting to know more about your stories, about the process of healing, about how things happen. Um, and that's a great opportunity we really have here in the work that we do. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about your story? Because you've been part of the burn community for quite some time. I have. I have. Um, I'm going to circle back with my story just kind of because I feel like working with the burn community has been asked a big aspect for me and my story and my own kind of growth journey. 
So I'm going to share a few aspects of, of me and my journey. I mean, like my story of me really started out young. I grew up in a big family. So I've always had a lot of opportunity to serve, to navigate different changes, to work with lots of people. Yes, I am one of nine children. Wow. <laughs> How um, awesome. It, it is. It's awesome. And it's a blessing. I will say I did not see that at the time initially when I was growing up, but I have, I've really come to, to, to lean on my siblings and on my family for a lot of my strength. Um, my stories involved a lot of struggles. I mean, I've ha- been through multiple life traumas, um, abuse, a pretty bad eating disorder, a lot of relationship trauma, a lot of losses. And through those, I really feel that I learned how to shift, how to pivot how to change, and yes, how to survive just at first. And that's a big aspect of change initially is just learning how to survive. And I learned a lot about triumph. I mean, recovery, escape from difficult situations, how to set a boundary, how to have advocacy, how to lean into your own internal healing. And that's where I feel my story at that time really started leaning into connection. I started working for the Burn community a good 15 plus years ago, um, I worked in a hospital setting and nonprofit. I've worked a little bit in rehab in school settings, um, up to my role as a counselor of now. Um, I've worked as a social worker. I've worked as kind of a support specialist. Uh, so multiple roles and just a lot of opportunity to understand multiple communities, especially those dealing with burns and trauma issues through a variety of settings and just the different ways and supports needed in healing. And a lot about the gaps, which is, I think, again, brings me to the passion of what we're doing now. Um, And I definitely think my story really led me to recognize change and see it in a different way, shape, and manner. I had to move to adjust, to shift, to grow, to transition into my story. And now, I mean, I consider myself, I'm a mom of three, which was never to be expected. Um, I'm a therapist. Uh, I work a lot uh, uh, with many individuals in empowering healing through grief, trauma, life changes. I'm really strong in my own internal and external healing. And I really want to use some of the changes that I think both of us have been through to really impact and support others in their changes and their healing forward. Because we both have been impacted by change, big changes that connected us even more so with the burn community, allowed us to face healing in different ways and really create and shape our own stories. That's what brought us here. Yeah. So if we get talking about change, that's what we're going to spend a little bit of time doing today is talking about change. And we talked a little bit about our stories. So what is change? Let's talk about that word a little bit. How does change hit us? How do we react? How do we respond? How do we take it in? Well, I think it varies. I think initially for me, uh, sometimes, you know, depending upon what the situation is, you know, obviously with everything that happened with my mom, that was a big change. Mm -hmm. We knew that our life was going to change significantly. Um, and obviously we were hopeful at that point that she was going to make it. And what would that transition look like to help support her moving forward in her journey as a burn survivor? But really through a lot of it, I I think obviously change is sometimes uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and it's uncomfortable for us. And my first reaction sometimes is a little bit of resistance, a little bit of denial, um, you know, wishing what had occurred didn't occur. Um, 
And I was always told, you know, if you argue with reality, you're going to lose every time. (laughs) And so really having to kind of take it in bite-sized pieces. Um, Because like I said, change can be uncomfortable. And, you know, like I said, you know, a month or so before everything happened with my mom, I I made a comment, 2019 is going to be the year of getting comfortable being uncomfortable. And I think through some of the changes I've gone through is just learning the different resources, um, getting my words on paper, um, meeting myself where I'm at. Um, You know, I still go through, you know, the grief journey, you Mm -hmm. know, here almost four years later. And I honor where I'm at, at that place. And some days are better than others. Um, But I try to just not give myself a timeline of what that's going to look like because there are certain changes that are very easy. You know, and there's other changes that, you know, really you're healing a lifetime from. Mm-hmm. And I think this is one that I'll obviously be healing a lifetime from. Um, but my days have gotten easier with the change that I've obviously gone through. Um, just being able to tune into my resources and learn different ways of healing and how to set boundaries, like you mentioned. And, you know, utilize all the different tools and resources to really uh, align with me and to really help me on my journey. So I think initially for me, um, you know, I always like to know the why. Why am I feeling like this? Is this normal mm-hmm. to feel like this? Um, and, you know, really just being able to, you know, meet myself where I'm at. Not mm-hmm. feel like I have to be on a timeline where, you know, after you know, a certain period of time, I need to be okay and I need to move on. Um, because everybody's journey with change is different. Mm-hmm. I think that's the big focus right there, too. Everyone's journey with change is different because change is so individual. While change is something that happens to every single person in this world, on this planet, who knows, maybe even outside of this planet, change is universal. And it's often not something we choose. Well, change is always constant. It's a constant. Change is a constant in this life. And there's so many facets of change. I mean, like, it means something different to each person. There's tons of different emotions around change. I mean, you brought up grief and loss. Change can be acceptance. Change can be um, sadness, anger, denial. Change involves multiple people. For example, in a burn and trauma injury, it's not the change of the survivor. It's the change of their family members, the change of the friends that interact with them, the changes in their community and their job settings. I mean, change affects, you know, what we do, how we react, how we respond to things, how we connect, how we find community forward. And these are additional things that we're going to talk through at some point in our podcast, this series. But change hits all of us. And I, I, if I'm speaking on my own life changes and things, I think there is a little bit of a pushback initially when change comes. It's like, whoo, I don't want this. I don't think I can handle this. This is too big. I can't manage this. And it is really an internal process within ourselves right. as well as an external process. Absolutely. And I think for me, you know, one thing that's helped me through a lot of the different changes I've gone through in my life is journaling. Mm-hmm. You know, being able to get all those thoughts on paper and really, you know, be able to share, you know, where I'm at, where I'm feeling um, on paper and and really just letting that some of that go. Mm -hmm. Um, because when I keep it inside, it sometimes feels a little more overwhelming. And when I start giving myself a voice and kind of writing some of this out, I I do feel that it has, for me, provided a lot of healing. Journaling also provides a great opportunity to work with that internal change and process through those emotions, big situations, what's going on on the inside, and maybe practice a little bit with some rephrasing, with some reframing, 
with some shifting and moving in our own story. Right. And and on top of journaling, I mean, just the art of communication and connection. I know we talked about those groups before, but even us talking and communicating together, we have an opportunity to shift, change, adjust, help not only ourselves, but others see and conceptualize just that change process. Absolutely. So if we look at change, and if we literally look at the definition of change, because sometimes going to the root of things can be helpful, um, taking Merriam-Webster's definition of change, change is to make something different, sometimes even radically different. Change is to give a different position, a different course, a different direction to something. Change is making a shift or undergoing a modification. Change is arriving at a fresh phase to become new. Becoming new. I feel that's pretty applicable here with burns, with recovery, with healing. Absolutely. Well, we're growing every day. And so through the changes that we go through, we're becoming a new person every day as we continue to evolve. Mm-hmm. We continue to adapt to the change. We create, you know, our new self based on, you know, where we want to see ourselves. Mm-hmm. And really to evolve, we have to change. Yeah. You're exactly right. I mean, like if we even look at human beings and how human beings grow, develop, shift, adjust, we're, we that does involve change, our human development, our lifespan development, our emotional development, our mental development, our physical development. We're always changing. And sometimes I think things happen so slowly, we don't always realize it. And sometimes they happen really quick all at once without any awareness. I would agree. When I look back over the last four years, I remember when my mom was in the hospital The doctor had asked, who will be the primary person to speak on behalf of my mom, Darlene? And I was quiet. Mm. And everybody was, Julie, pick Julie. And I I even said out loud, what? The girl with anxiety? Are you out of your mind? Like, this is my mother. I, I can't do this. And I just remember hearing, you know, a Bible verse that says, God doesn't call the equipped. He equips the called. And in that moment, I felt this level of peace that I knew whatever I was going to be faced with, God would get me through it. And I can look back and I remember thinking, if I can go through what I went through with my mom in the hospital and, you know, everything that we had to navigate and procedures and consents and so forth, I could get through anything. And throughout my life, um, you know, you talked a little bit about some of your struggles you know, I've struggled on and off for most of my life with anxiety. Mm. And I will say through uh, this transition of my mom passing away, I've really dug deeper into, you know, why am I the way that I am? Um, Mm. What can I do to continue to heal myself? What types of stories do I need to rewrite? What types Mm -hmm. of beliefs no longer serve me? And I can see a significant difference in myself just in terms of my mental Mm well-being and in just the way that I view things and my perspectives, um, knowing I can do hard things. And I think sometimes we 
a lot of us want to kind of veer away from hard things because it can feel uncomfortable. But that's truly where a lot of the growth happens is when we do hard things, where we make ourselves a little uncomfortable. And even when we started talking about the podcast, you know, we knew Mm -hmm. we wanted to do this, but there was still that level of unease of, should we do this? What is this going to look like? And I'm so excited that we did. A little level of that internal resistance, which I think comes up with just about any idea or conceptualization of change, just that internal resistance. How can I navigate through this? How can I move through this? And all the company emotions and then behaviors, sometimes right. pushback, sometimes leaning in whatsoever. But you're right. Once we lean into change, start trying on different processes, different techniques, different tools, different ways of viewing it, of seeing it. There is such a shift in our own perspective, in our own body, of our ability to accomplish, to do, to move forward. I would agree. And healing is, you know, obviously the different techniques and resources. It's not a one size fits all. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that that's something for everyone to be aware of is, you know, one thing may work for you and it doesn't work for me. And and really one thing may work for me and later on in life, that may no longer work. And I mean, may need to pivot and kind of shift on utilizing the different resources that I use um, to maintain, you know, a positive well-being. Yeah, again, with that change concept. I mean, like healing is different for each person and involves different tools, techniques, levels, ways to navigate, manage through, and even that adjusts from time to time. And then it's not only the physical healing, but mentally, emotionally, spiritually. Socially. Mm-hmm. Socially is a big one, too. That, that's what we're doing a little bit of healing of today is we're healing socially as we uh, connect forward on this podcast. And I'm really excited to, to bring this idea of change to the forefront, to really know how to tackle, to navigate through it. Because in addition to all of our own changes in life, burns and trauma, these injuries create massive life changes, internal and external. And Julie, you mentioned several of them yourselves, that yourself, your family members, your mom went through. And since that change event, which we'll talk a little bit more on next time, life has become radically different. If we're looking at our our definition there, life has been radically different. You've had to lean into a new position, a new direction in your story, how you hold your story, how you carry it. You had to shift, adjust, modify how you live, how you perceive. And part of finding that change and leaning into that change is really leaning into your story, learning the different tools you have to shift, to become, to phase into that new. And I think that in big part, that's really what empowers healing and empowers your own healing. And I know next time we're going to talk a little bit more about change the event, just how it impacts you on the inside, on the outside. But we'd love to hear from you, the listeners. How is your burn injury? How is your trauma? How has that changed you? How do you take that change in and how is it affecting your story? We would love to hear from you about that, about any of your other questions or thoughts as a survivor. We've got a great season lined up for all around you, all around change, 
Our goal is to support survivors of burn and trauma injuries, to understand the change process, to find the connection in their journey toward wellness, and learn ways to accept, heal, and own their own story moving forward. Change by Fire is a 501c3 nonprofit, and our mission is to help burn survivors and their families and their caregivers heal from the emotional, psychological, social trauma of their injury, utilizing alternative and complementary healing modalities. It is our mission to help survivors not only survive, but thrive. To learn more about Change by Fire, visit our website at www.changedbyfire.org or find us on social media on Facebook and Instagram under Change by Fire. Until next time, lean into the change. Create the fire of healing within you and circle back to wellness. Let's heal, empower, accept, and live. See you all soon.